Thank you for joining me today as we continue our series on the light versus the darkness. And I think you're really going to like the, the section that we're looking at today because it tells exactly how much Jesus Christ really loves you and how much the plan of God includes you. We've been looking at this study of the light versus the darkness and and it's really about dominion. It's a, a theme that goes all the way through the Bible. We've been looking at Genesis and Revelation and in between in the Gospels. But I want to read to you a little set of verses in Luke chapter 9. Listen to this. It came to pass when the time was come that he should be received up, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. Don't you love that? He set his face. In other words, he was determined. And sent messengers before his face. They went and entered into a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. And they did not receive him because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, will thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them even as Elijah did? Huh. He says, no, I'm determined. I'm determined to go to Jerusalem. Why? Because he knew the conquest over the devil, dominion over the devil, was going to be won in Jerusalem at the cross. I hope you enjoy the segment that we're looking at today on the light versus the darkness. I think the devil, I think the Antichrist is going to bring in some mighty smart people in these last days as he sets up his world kingdom. He's in the process of doing it. He has him making diseases in labs that affects the whole world. He's going to make it so you can't buy or sell without his mark. Yeah, he's got a plan. But mind you this, God will triumph over all that. And so, so here's his plan. In his mind, he says, okay, this planet that, that God makes and puts life on, the devil's mad because, you see, when God created Adam and Eve, you know what he says to them? I, I'll show you this in the next, I, I'm going to go to it now. Don't read that one. Just, don't read that one. Read this one. Genesis 1, 28. And God blessed them. That's Adam and Eve. And said to them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And the devil said, wait a minute. I, I want that dominion. I, I want this creation. If I can't have heaven, I want the earth. And the devil, like a little three-year-old spoiled brat, pouts. And so he says, I'm going to get even with God. And so he, he tempts Adam and Eve. I don't think when, when Eve fell, I don't think that was the first time that she'd had a conversation with the serpent. I, I think he worked on her a lot. He found out her weakness. He wanted to destroy them because he's mad. He wanted dominion over the earth. And so he thought, if I can get them to fall... I know the curse that will come on them. I'll have dominion. Oh, watch this ugly little spoiled brat. So when he does this, he's going to give God a, a way to redeem the whole world and to redeem every person on there. So here's what happens. Man himself will be used as the instrument of God to, bring, to accomplish Satan's defeat. And so here's what the Bible said. Oh, this is in Genesis. He said this, the seed of a woman... Notice it doesn't say of the man. Normally you talk about the seed of a man. Are, are we together? Because God said the way that I'm going to crush you for, for doing this, I'm going to take the seed of a woman. That's why the virgin birth of Jesus is important doctrine. Now I know the world's sliding on that. 
Matter of fact, I, I read the other day, 80% of the people in seminary right now don't believe in the virgin birth. Well, I do. And without it, Jesus couldn't be sinless. And so we're putting out a whole bunch of people that, that don't understand the big picture between God and the devil, folks. The battle's real. And so here's God, and he says, listen, the seed of a woman, in other words, no earthly father, Mary conceived Jesus and she was the virgin. Folks, that's important. That's, that's so important. Salvation can only come if Jesus is sinless. Because otherwise on the cross he died for his sins. And you know what? On the cross he died for my sins. Next, it says this. That when this would come, he would lift up his heel against him. Jesus would lift up his heel against the devil. And in John 13, 18, just before the crucifixion, Jesus refers to this very story. It, it's a plot that goes the whole way. Now, bruise his heel. Satan would bruise his heel. Hmm. But guess what Jesus would do? Jesus would step on Satan's head and crush him. Now, let's, let's just go. Let's talk about this idea of dominion. The devil's plan was dominion. And so the devil tries to entangle men in sin because he's jealous about dominion. He knew that, that they would lose dominion. Luke chapter 4, verses uh, 5 and 7. And the devil takes Jesus up into a high mountain, shows on him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. I, I'm going to stop there. The devil says, I own all this. And and Jesus doesn't challenge the fact, you know what? He is the prince and the power of the air. From that moment on, when man fell, the devil stepped in. The devil couldn't have been happier. Okay? And the devil said unto Jesus, all this power or dominion I will give you. Can you imagine that? You see, in that temptation, it was, it, it's incredible. First of all, can you imagine the devil having a conversation with Jesus? And each time he comes, and he says, all right, do this. He says, change the rocks to bread. Do you know that Jesus could have done that? He could have turned that whole mountain into a bakery. <laughs> if Coach would have been around, he would have said, change this rock into a donut. Yeah, but but, but it, uh, bread. And, and Jesus, every time, conquers him by quoting from the word of God. But 40 days with no food. I got a couple guys up here that can't go 40 minutes with no food. The Uber arrives at the house until the very last minute eligible, right? MJ? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sean, your name's on the package too, so don't, don't look at him. Yeah. I think the Uber's going to name his car after you. The Sean Uber. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm jealous. Um, so now, look. He showed him all that in a moment of time. That's the trouble. The devil works for the moment. And God works for eternity. And so now, the story, you, you know the story. He's tempted three times. One time, it's, it's about food. One time it's about pride. I think that's the soul. And one time it's about, he said, worship me. 
It's about the Spirit. And, and every time, you see, I think it corresponds to the flesh and the world and the devil. One appeal to the body, one appeal to the soul, one appeal to the Spirit. And every time Jesus said no to the devil. My friend, do you understand? The devil works on us the same. If he'll work on Jesus, he'll work on us. And, and one way or another, it, it might be through the flesh, it might be through the world, it might be through the... We fall to that, don't we? But Jesus didn't fall. And what I like about this is the contrast of the first Adam and the last Adam. Jesus is referred to as the last Adam. So in the first, the first Adam, he failed in a garden. And the last Adam, he's going to have victory in Calvary. Aren't you glad the last Adam's more powerful? And the first Adam, paradise was lost. They had a paradise, so they lost it. And the last Adam, on the day he was crucified, he promised paradise to one of the thieves. He got it back. The first uh, Adam, Eve, they, they were two thieves. Jesus was crucified between two thieves. And next, one was tempted with food and fell. And Jesus wasn't tempted to turn the rocks to bread. You see, Satan had a plan. And his plan was to make sure that everyone was condemned because he was condemned. And Jesus came to make sure that we had a way to be redeemed. And so dominion belongs to Jesus Christ. The devil tried. You see, what the devil really wanted was this. He said, look, I'm going to give you what you want. You want dominion back because I got it from man? You want dominion back? Then you do this and I'll give you dominion back. You know what Jesus answered? No. And then he said, okay, you want, he said, just worship me. Why, why was he offering these things? You want to know why? He didn't want Jesus to go to the cross. Because at the cross, the devil knew that that's what Jesus would do to redeem every one of us. You, you see the plan? Do you see the game, the chess game that was going on? And I'm so glad Jesus said, no. I, I'm not going to take dominion from you. Yeah, I, I'm going to get dominion back. I'm not going to take it from you. No, I, I want worship. I want worship from people. I don't want worship from you. God does not want the worship of the devil. And, and Jesus is not about to worship the devil. I, I wonder why we do. Because you see, he knew that the only way, the only way to, to get salvation for mankind was for Christ to go to the cross. And on the cross in that darkness, he would redeem all that was lost in the garden. And then some. Do you see the plan? Do you see this great darkness that began pre-creation and now this great darkness at the cross? God has an incredible thing. Hey, I think the scene where Jesus talks to the disciples and say, who do men say that I am? And remember, Peter won that little contest. He said, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then Jesus goes on to explain some very important things to them. And by the time he's done, he says that it was time for him to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders, the chief priests, scribes, and be killed, and the third day rise again. And remember what Peter said? Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. How can you call someone Lord and rebuke him? But you know what? I think that Peter could not picture that Christ would have to give his life. And we've just seen that there was a great 
quest for dominion as Jesus Christ and Satan were there on, we call it the Mount of Temptation, how that Jesus decided he wouldn't take dominion back without going to the cross. He wouldn't give worship to the devil. And you see, the fact that he was determined to go to the cross, he set his face to go to the cross. Why? Because he knew that was the only way for my redemption and for yours. My friend, today, as we look at this study on the light versus the darkness, don't pass up what Jesus Christ has already made possible for you. He's made salvation possible for you. Have you ever had a time when you said, I'm a sinner. I repent of my sin. I know I'm short of the holy standard of God. Has there ever been a time that you acknowledge that Jesus died? He didn't go to the cross because he had sinned. He didn't go to the cross because he failed. He went to the cross because I sinned and you sinned. He went to the cross to pay the debt for my sin. And my friend today, if you don't receive Christ, the debt has already been paid. Jesus has already made it possible for you to go to heaven. And the final thing is, have you personally accepted him? I, I love this study of the light versus the darkness because Jesus is the true light of the world. And that light overcame darkness. And Jesus overcame the devil. Jesus overcame my sin. And Jesus made it possible for you and for everyone in the world to have salvation if they would come to Christ. He's not willing that any should perish, especially you. My friend today, the debt of sin has been paid receive Christ as your personal Savior. Father, we thank you for the Lord Jesus. We thank you that in this chess match against the devil that Jesus won. He triumphed over death. He triumphed over hell. He triumphed over Satan. And Father, I pray today that many will receive Christ to take him as their personal Savior. Even now, we pray and ask in Jesus' name. Amen.